I love a beautiful lawn. You love a beautiful lawn. Everybody loves a beautiful lawn, but they don't love how long it takes and how difficult it can be. And that is where True Green comes into play because it's the easiest and most affordable way to get that beautiful lawn. Let's be real. You've got plenty of other things to do in your free time than focus on your lawn care. So let True Green take care of all of that hard work while you get to do everything else that you want to do like go play golf. Here's what you need to do. Visit truegreen.com. Okay. It allows you to do you let them do the lawn care. And if you visit truegreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people, that is all guaranteed. You can trust true green to give you the best lawn because they are the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA tour. They offer a satisfaction guarantee and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. It's truegreen.com. Get started now. Freaking first cut. Golly. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and joining me this evening, Mark Immelman is here. What's going on, Mark? Hotel room behind me looks kind of ethereal, doesn't it? It almost feel like I'm in, in your neck of the woods there in Vegas at the at Caesars or the Bellagio yeah. or something. Yeah, I was I'm good. Say is what it looks yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good. Uh, just down the way from Braves Stadium, um, en route to a junior golf tournament. I've got this weekend off. I'm not in New Orleans, but still paying attention to the golf. And man, it's uh, I'm, I'm sad really. I'm not there because it's some spectacular stuff spectacular stuff for sure especially from our leaders xander shoffley patrick cantlay five shots clear mark let me try to recap just a little bit of what they've done over the course of the past couple of days uh they've now played their two best ball rounds in 119 combined strokes that's a 59 (laughs) and a 60 they birdied eight of their last nine here on saturday uh they are massive favorites to win it It, they're just they look unstoppable at the moment well, the truth about these two is they've looked unstoppable ever since they first teamed up. I mean, they just fit so well. And I think on the setup podcast for this event on Tuesday, I picked these guys because it just seems like no matter what their form is like when they get together, they bring out the best in each other. And you can see by that picture that you posted there, you know, Xander's kind of lighthearted. Um, you know, he's pretty stoic himself, but Cantlay takes stoic to a different level. But Xander can somehow get underneath it, and he loosens Cantlay up a little bit. And so I think it's just they, they're the perfect foil for each other. But they're similar games. They've got, they, they approach the, the, the golf course the same way. Um, they, they, they sort of see shots the same because they both like to hit just a little tumbly draw, if anything. And then, of course, you've got Cantlay, who I had for two rounds last week down in uh, Hilton Head at Harbortown, and he looked like he found a little something. And I think there was a point to prove because he believed that RBC Heritage should have been his and not Spieth. So uh, coming in here with good form, Xander Schauffele unlocks him a little bit more. And all of a sudden, you know, there's, uh, these guys are making magic. 29 under par is where they currently stand. So to put that into perspective, they, they've already shattered the 54-hole scoring record mark. That's 23 under. They are actually, if they if they just made par on every hole on Sunday, they would break the tournament scoring record. They're already 
there. They're already deeper than the tournament scoring record. Um, and I, I would argue, and maybe you feel differently about this, Mark, the alternate shot that like that might be the format that they are better than the field at anyway. Mm. Well, the alternate shot, I also made the point that I thought that was where the event was going to be won and lost. And on uh, Friday, the guys just blitzed the place. And typically the, the the format, which is the hardest of the two, the scoring was crazy. But I'm sort of with you because alternate shot is a, first off about being able to forgive yourself for hitting a bad shot, for putting your partner in a pickle. And these two get along so well, I think they're fine with just kind of hitting the ball in the woods and saying, well, I know you're good enough to pick me up over here. And then, of course, um, you're allowed to alternate golf balls. So on Xander's iron holes, I'm sure they'll go with his brand of golf ball. And for Cantlay's iron holes, they'll go with his brand of golf ball for the control and the approach shot. But still, they hit similar shots. They hit the ball kind of the same distance. And they have similar personalities. So it's like these two fit like hand in glove. And, and it not only bodes well for tomorrow, but shucks, for Team USA and President's Cups and Ryder Cups and stuff, these two look just unstoppable right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's I don't I don't know how many more accolades I could throw at these two. They were tactical. They were phenomenal. They're going to enter the final round <laughs> over a couple of South Africans. Mark Garrett Kigo, Brandon Grace. I think that uh, both of them would probably tell you that the 2022 calendar year not going as expected. Neither of them have a top 20 anywhere in the world, but they go out, they shoot a Saturday 63 and there's still a lot on the line tomorrow. And especially if, if the boys at the top stumble, uh, they can be there to kind of be in the mix. They certainly can. And the thing about Brandon Grace, who hasn't had his best form, but I picked him last week down at the RBC heritage, because what I've been seeing and what I've been hearing from him is that the game is trending in the right direction. And he played okay down there at Harbour Town. And then coming in here alongside Garrick Hego, who is streaky. You know, Garrick hits it long. He's a fantastic putter. And so when he gets it going on, that sort of arrangement, drive it long, putt well, is really good for low scoring. And we've seen him go on terrors on the DP World Tour. And we saw him uh, win in South Carolina last year when everything just worked out at Congaree. But Brandon Grace, people tend to forget that this guy – he was Louis Westesen's wingman in all those President's Cup matches, in all of those Dunhill Cups for South Africa, where him and Louis were also unbeatable. So he's a great partner to have. He's very uplifting. He's very upbuilding. And for a young Garrick Hego, I think it's a very comfortable grouping because Brandon is uh, Afrikaans, his first language, and so is Garrick's. So Garrick gets to New Orleans, speaks Afrikaans to his buddy. His buddy's very uplifting, makes him feel better about himself, and sort of lifts a young guy with a whole lot of talent who on some of these wide fairways can just open up and smash it. And so you sort of see that where Higo, to me, looks like he's playing with a freedom that he doesn't really play with when he's on his own golf ball. And we know he's wildly talented. So I have to hand a whole lion's share of the credits credits to Brandon Grace because he's allowed Garrick to shine. And yeah, you're right. It doesn't look like the other two are catchable, but you never know. The way this golf course sets up, you can one's birdieable, two's the par five. You can do something special there. And if the Americans get off to a slow start, you can clip into that lead fast. And then all bets suddenly are off, especially that they are in front, I think. They're not in the they're not in the final group, are they? Uh I think they are in the final group. Yeah, oh, they are in the right okay. We're the well, only two pair at twenty-four under. Yeah. 
Well, that's a, that, well that, that's even better then because they can look the other guys in the face and say, we're off to the fast start. Now we're only like maybe two back or whatever, and there's 16 holes to play, and we know it's alternate shots, so anything can happen. So, um, again, I think Brandon, in a funny sort of a way, without swinging a golf club, is almost the key to this relationship. I like that. Well, that's Saturday. 63 was the third lowest round of the day. Still lost three shots to Xander Shoffley and Patrick. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's tough to do. Similar similar 63 for Sam Burns and Billy Horschel, Mark. They are at 23 under par. They're going to start the final round six shots back. There's kind of a log jam at, not, at 23 and 22 under. But Billy Horschel fancies their chances on Sunday doesn't necessarily think this thing is over actually mentioned. Hey, if it gets windy on Sunday, like, like the forecast is, is showing, I think that we're still in this thing. Well, if it gets windy on Sunday, then 68 and alternate shots, a good score. And then these guys that do that, I believe they can get to like what's 27 ish or so, uh, which, which may be a competitive number. And, and, and Billy's previous successes here have been come from behind. Um, I called the uh, victory when this event was still a stroke play event. He won chasing someone down. I can't remember who the leader was. Then alongside Scott Piercy, it was a similar deal where they were chasers. And Billy, just like Brandon Grace, is kind of the uplifter. You know, he's the, he, he's the tip of the spear. He wants the ball. And, and so I'm sure if these two get going, hell, you just got to wind Sam Burns up and let him go because the guy's a machine. So I'm sure Horschel's relishing the opportunity to be out there before the leaders, get on the board quickly, hopefully, post something, maybe do something special on the last hole, like the Yuri one um, when it was stroke play. He buried oh, a good 20-footer on the final green for kind of like the icing birdie. I'm sure he's looking forward to that chance again. They'll be out in the penultimate group with Jason Day and Jason Scrivener. We'll talk about them in just one second. I want to look at the odds board and put a bow on this round three recap, Mark. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Did you know that more than 75% of Americans will experience foot pain in their lifetime, but only 10% will seek out a solution for that pain. Those numbers do not add up to me. And I know it can be confusing the biomechanics of the foot, the bones, the muscles, everything in between, but solving foot pain is simple. And that's where super feet comes into play. These super feet insoles go into your shoes, give your feet comfort and support where they need it the most and redistribute the forces that reduce both stress and strain through your entire body, not just your feet. Insoles have been uh, phenomenal for me uh, personally, and they are clinically proven to decrease fatigue, reduce injury, and improve comfort. I can attest to that myself, especially when walking uh, a lot of golf holes that I play. So if you feel good, you play good, you look good, everything works out from there and it starts from the bottom up. Visit superfeet.com and enter promo code FIRST at checkout for 15% off your first order plus free shipping. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about 
those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. And we're back. Caesar Sportsbook has done it. Uh, they've listed Xander Shoffley and Patrick Kentley at minus 800, Mark. Lay 800, <laughs> win one. Win 100. That's, that's the offerings. Uh, the next shortest odds, Billy Horschel and Sam Burns at 14 to 1. Brandon Grace, Gary Kigo at 16 to 1. This is Caesar saying, uh, congratulations, Xander. Congratulations, Patrick. You've got one hand on the championship belt. Yeah, it kind of is. And I mean, these guys should be the favorites because they're just playing so well and they just look so complete right now. Um, mentally, physically, they just look like they've got everything working out. But I couldn't, with any good sense, even though they look so good, lay 800 bucks down there to make 100. Now, I would happily put 100 down on Horschel and Burns right now. And I'd do the same thing with Grace and Hego because you never really know. But yikes, I mean, that is some, <laughs> that's an incredible number even though they have a pretty large lead because golf is strange. You know, it's never really over until it's over, honestly. Yeah. That's probably the shortest number we've seen on a Saturday night that I can remember. So it's, it's <laughs> quite there. Um, a couple other notables, because even, even if this te- does uh, continue to be a runaway and Xander and, and Cantlay win this by seven shots, there's a lot on the line. Jason Scribner playing with Jason Day mentioned them. Saturday, 63. They went 65-65, Mark, the first two rounds. I, I probably imagine there's not many instances of a seven-under best ball round followed by a seven-under alternate shot round. I mean, that's that's playing some golf out there. It really is. Uh, but but you look at the scores and I mean, these guys have shredded the TPC Louisiana. Now, ordinarily, this place is wet and it plays long because, you know, it's New Orleans. It's lower than sea level. And then you get some winds over there. But the golf course is dry. The ball's rolling out. I think the greens are rolling fantastically well. So if you're hitting the ball well, it's there to be had. Because the truth is, un- un- unless you in all of one of the the many penalty areas, the water hazards around here, there's no real trouble off the tee unless you get in some of those pot bunkers. So you can just smash away. And so the only real challenge to me becomes an alternate shot where if you sort of free up and open up on one and you blast the thing into kingdom come and you leave your player, your, your partner in some trouble, but we haven't really seen any real big numbers in both formats of play. And, and to me, it's just the conditions. I mean, you look at our leaders, they've shot 59 and 60 in best ball. And then I think they've shot, what, four under in alternate shot, which is a heck of a round. To me, if you shoot four or better in alternate shot, that's really good going. I mean, in any Ryder Cup or whatever, if you do that in alternate shot, you likely have a winning record. So the scoring's off the charts, and I feel like it is because the weather is just so good. Uh, the golf course is just in great shape and playing kind of short. Uh, it's been fireworks uh, in New Orleans all week long. Mark, before I get you out of here, quick one and done update. Uh, ah. yeah. So the leaders right now for this week, Kyle and Greg have Billy Horschel and Sam Burns. So they're mm-hmm. likely to get a nice little payday. You have Max Homa and Taylor Gooch who are holding their own, but, uh, currently let's see where they're currently at here. They were T10 when I saw them early T14 mm-hmm. at the moment, but at least we're not Jacob. 
Mito Pereira and uh, Joaquin Neiman, who withdrew from this <laughs> well, you know the Well, you know the story. I look like a bit of a rear ender on Tuesday evening's podcast. Not that I don't do that all the time. But, but I spoke with Jacob before the time and said, hey, here's a good idea because there's no real nationality um, bets here. I think the Australians are going to go really well, so why don't we play the Australian anthem? And he goes, I'm ahead of you. I'm already thinking that because that's going to be my pick. And so, But I didn't know he was going with Neiman and Pereira. So he starts playing the anthem. I'm like, it's the Aussies. <laughs> and it okay. turns to be the Chilean guys. Um, but, yeah, it sort of hurts for Jacob some. But you know what? As far as I'm concerned, I think that's just a whisker of payback because I'd been lining up Billy Horschel for this event since last year at this time. And so shame on me for not realizing we were going to count two guys. Um, but in the end, I think it'll still work out okay. Uh, well, not not shame on you because we decided that about five minutes before the podcast started. So. <laughs> I see how you're working. Because <laughs> you know, advance notice on that. Because you know what? I'm the moron that texts my pick to Jacob because I'm just always all over the show and I can't look at the rundown. So he's, he knows who I'm going with before the show happens. So he's, he's got all this stuff taken care of there. We'll have to check the record. I'm pretty sure we did two picks last year as well. Yeah, you would did, but I was lobbying for the other way around. Well, I think you're right. Cause I think I did Kirk and Todd because of that last year. So I think we did do two as well. But last year I hadn't used Burns. Okay, so I used Burns and Orschel in this event and it worked out pretty well. But then uh, Sam Burns, who was a stud in the making, turned into the stud. And so I used him, I think, in Mississippi where he played pretty well again. Yeah, I mean, obviously I had I had burned Aaron Rye down at the Bermuda, so that, that's what messed me up. Is that with Ryan Lipsky? Yeah, that would have been nice. Uh, all right, gentlemen. Well, we'll be back after the uh, final round to discuss everything that is what is likely uh, Xander Shoffley Patrick can't like victory, and we can talk about how Xander doesn't win real events and all this fun nah, stuff. Yeah. Twenty four hours. To get ready, Mark. Get ready for the takes. They're coming. Um, well, I'm going to have to bow out of tomorrow evening because I'm going to be at a high school golf match, but I certainly will be listening to you guys on the way home. And if you say anything asinine, I'm going to be sure to text you fools. Okay. <laughs> sure we will. Get your, get your text fingers ready. Uh, big thanks to producer Jacob. Does all the hard work behind the scenes. That right there, Mark Gimmelman. You can find him on Twitter at Mark underscore Immelman. You can find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.